And hello, hello, hello. Good evening, everybody. Welcome back to the show. <laughs> so glad that you are out there. I hope you had a great day and a great weekend. And welcome back to the show. Well, this is the fifth episode of this series that we're doing. We're diving deep into this idea of living life from the center, right? Kind of a balancing act. And today we're delving into a topic that might seem a little paradoxical. So the harmonious relationship between productivity and leisure. So sometimes you think if, if I'm having leisure activity, then I'm not being productive. But in this hustle and bustle that we have, this culture where we always are on, when everything is always going, this can lead to this, this life that's constantly, we're on that hamster wheel. And we underestimate the power of downtime. What if I told you that relaxation periods, those times when you are off, when you're not working, when you're doing stuff that you enjoy, that could be the secret to professional success, the secret to success in your life, the secret to all those places that we want to be. So hang in there. That's what we're going to be talking about, continuing this balancing act that we've been talking about, living life from the center. And I welcome you. If you're new to me, I'm Dr. Dwayne Wood. That's Wood with an E. The E stands for endocrinology here on the channel. I educate, I empower, and I encourage people to take charge of their health, take charge of their life, create the life they've always wanted, and go to the next level. And tonight we are talking about a balancing act and leisure and productivity. But before we get there, let's go ahead and let's review some of what we have been doing so far. So we talked about uh, this idea of balance and what balance meant. Okay, so this is the ability uh, to have our lives functioning in a way that's moving us forward. If you remember, we talked about the wheel of life. Right where we looked at several areas in our lives and say, okay, how are we doing spiritually? How are we doing relationally? How are we doing in our financial life? Right? How are we doing in terms of the community and our careers and our self development? And anyway, so there are lots of things that are there. And as all of those things are getting enough time, they begin to support this life that is well rounded. And you can think of your life that, you know, all these these different different things that that you are talking about that we're talking about uh, these different areas you could think of them as different spokes if you will in a wheel and when though when that wheel is symmetrical and when time is being put into all of those then our lives begin to move in a way that is consistent a way that is moving us forward you can imagine a wheel where um it's not balanced right so that's we when you get a car that's one of the things we do. We balance the wheels. But if the wheel is not balanced, you can see that that life is not kind of going smoothly. There are these humps and, and, and I don't even know what to call them, but it's not working in the way we want it to go. And so the first idea of balance is how do we begin putting time into all of these various areas so that they are working for us, right? Uh, then we went and we talked about the work-life balance, so now that we've looked at all these various areas of our lives, the big one that a lot of people struggle with is how do I um, put time in into my work and my life, 
right? How do I get to spend time with the family when I'm trying to climb the career ladder? How do I get to that ball game uh, that my son or my daughter is playing when I have a project that's due at work, right? So we, we spent time talking about this work-life balance and how do we go about um helping those to be kind of synergistic as we move to this next level. Cause remember, that's what we're doing. We are building the lives that we want and we're moving to the next level. That was uh episode number two episode number three was the family as the foundation of all that we do. Cause this is important right here. Y'all right. The family is where we get a lot of our outlook at life. Right. It is the place. It is where we find our glasses. The lens through which we see the world often comes from the family, whether that is your family of origin. If you didn't grow up with them, you had an adopted family. You grew up with grandparents and aunts and uncles. Even if you were in foster care, that group of people that was there, they are the ones that helped you develop your outlook on life. So as you are now living and creating and trying to get to the next level, it's going to be important to look back at some of those things that we've gotten from the family. What are the things that we want to take forward with us? What are the things we want to move with into the future? And what are those things that we want to, that's right, we want to kind of put off to the side. So the family as the foundation of all that we do. And then uh, we talked about the space, right? Creating space for ourselves. That's personal space. That was our, our episode last week. But also, how do we develop relationships, right? We spent a lot of time talking about that last week. And I told you that I had recently started reaching out to some old friends, some acquaintances uh, that I had lost touch with. And I told you there was one, I gave you that story where um, I, I, I reached out to somebody and uh, I kept, I called a couple of times and finally the, he said, Hey, Hey Dwayne, what do you want? Right. I, I guess I didn't do a good job of the reaching out and just making it a casual, normal um, thing that I do. Right. Uh, so I was trying to reconnect. And uh, so I've got to I got to get back to that and say, hey, man, I, I don't want anything. I just wanted to reconnect and establish a relationship. OK, so how do we establish relationships? And as adults, as adults, that becomes a little bit more challenging. Right. When we're younger, we are friends by proximity. Right. So you're in class with somebody, you're in a group with somebody, you in a team with somebody. And now it takes a little bit more work for us to uh, get into developing friendships. Okay. Developing friendships. So I am in the process of working on that. Right. And as I said to you, as we're going through a lot of these um, episodes, not just this series, but episodes in the past, some of the things that we're talking about, these are things that I'm looking back now, right. And saying, okay, where did, where did I learn that? Or what did I learn through that experience? And so we're sharing that with you. And some of them we're learning as we go, right? So remember life, this process is a constantly changing process. It's not static. We grow, we develop, we move or we die. So we're in the process of growing and expanding. And as we do that, we're expanding into a lot of these areas that you are now hearing and seeing and you're becoming and you are a part of. OK. All right. So so tonight what we're talking about is leisure and productivity, leisure and productivity. OK. Um, and 
Then the significance of leisure time. I guess that's the first place to start. What is the significance of leisure time? Uh, often we think that this idea of leisure is uh, not important, right? So I need to be in, in the grind, on the grind, doing the grind, however you say it, <laughs> constantly, right? And I'm here to tell you that, mm, no, not, not, not really, right? So the, the, the significance of leisure time is important because it does a few things, right? It rejuvenates the mind, and you see that there. Um, leisure activities give the brain a break from all the stuff that's going on, all the daily stressors, right? It gives us a place to escape from the routine and it fosters creativity. Let me say that again. It gives us a break from the stuff that we're doing. Sometimes the mind just has to, it has to take a break. Have you ever, and we're going to talk more about this part, but have you ever been in the situation where you are trying to come up with something, you're thinking about something, you're trying to solve an issue, starting to solve a, a puzzle, trying to come up with a solution for something that's going on in your life, and you're, you're, you're at it, and you're going at it, and you can't seem to get uh, a break. You can't seem to get something uh, that's creative. You can't seem to come to a solution. And then you just stop thinking about that. And you don't, not deliberately sometimes, right? So something else happens, your mind gets taken away because, you know, somebody calls you or something else you have to go do. And while you're in the middle of that thing, because you've taken a break from the problem, the coming up with the solution, while you're in the middle of the other thing, the solution comes to you, right? Because your brain needed space it needed time away from this thing that you were working on so getting away from those daily stressors right and it gives us a place to escape from the routine it gives us a place to escape from the routine because sometimes we get in that routine that monotony all right that hamster wheel and our creativity goes away Right, or it gets stifled. I should say it goes away, right? It gets stifled because we're not using it. And so, you know, we just come up with the same old humdrum. Every day we get up and we go, you know, uh, there, what was the, <laughs> what was, what was the commercial with the guy? Uh, he was like, time to make the coffee. Was it time to make the coffee or time to make the donuts? Um, if you're out there, if you if you remember that commercial, right? So he would get up every morning, and he's time to make the donuts, time to make the coffee, time to I think it's called I think it's donuts, but anyway. So so sometimes we are like that. Okay. The other thing is that uh, it promotes right leisure time promotes what physical well being. So engaging in leisure activities, especially when it involves moving, right. It can give us a great boost in physical health. Um, it reduces stress. Uh, and this is, stress is sometimes associated with a sedentary lifestyle. Okay. But when we move, there's this idea, and I keep talking, um, you, you may have heard me say this before, move a muscle, change a mind, or move a muscle, change a thought. Right. So if you are moving, if you are in the process, sometimes you see you go to some um, program and the speaker will get up and they'll say, OK, I want everybody to get up now and I want you to shake your hands. I want you to take a big, deep breath. I want you to stretch. Right. So what are they doing? 
right? They're helping to change the mind because those people have been sitting and they're kind of in the, you know, their, their eyes are glazing over. <laughs> and as a speak, I'll tell you, you do not want that, right? That that's like, no, you don't want that. So, so this movement, right, can be a thing that helps the physical body and it reduces the risk associated with the sedentary lifestyle, right? So getting up and moving. Um, was it Michelle Obama who had just move? Yes, right? Just move, just move because it changes what we do, right? So leisure activity, all the things that you do in your leisure life, uh, and that's what we're that's what we're talking about uh, in this section. Uh, so understanding, uh, so rejuvenates the mind, it promotes physical well-being, and it boosts emotional health, right? So leisure pursuits, whether they're social, right, they're in a group, uh, whether they're solitary, you are working on something by yourself. It provides an outlet for emotional expression, and it can help in reducing feelings of stress and anxiety. Stress and anxiety. Now, I, I, let me pause here, and and let me let me throw in. Okay, I have said, and I continue to say, that it does not matter what area. What focus of your life you are in that you're trying to improve? It could be health-related, professional, uh, financial, spiritual. Wherever you find yourself and you are working on improvement, there are certain things that are common to that. That is why coaching, right, is so uh, important and why coaching uh, allows people in various areas to go to a coach and have that coach, even though the coach may not be an expert in, I don't know, I'll pick something, particle physics. <laughs> right, I'll put it over there. Uh, may not be expecting particle physics, the coach can help a person who is having an issue in terms of transitioning, in terms of their career in that space, in terms of the job that they have to do on a daily basis, because the structure of what has to happen in the mind is the same, y'all. Why is this important for this last point, uh, boosting emotional health? Is because, it's because a big part of what people struggle with is the anxiety and the stress that comes from that space. The anxiety and stress that comes from the space. So having someone who comes alongside and walks with you in that space is important, but the structure of a lot of it is the same. Does that make sense to everybody? Yeah. Yep. Yep. If it does say yes, yes, <laughs> yes, yes. All right. So, so that's the significance. That's the significance. Why is it important? Why is it important? Okay. The next thing is the science behind it, right? Because we're not just talking about just stuff that we're picking up out of our brain, right? We're not just coming up with stuff, but the science behind it. So the, the, the benefits in terms of our mind, right? So regular breaks can aid in problem solving and creativity, It can aid in, in that. So they have shown that when people take breaks, when people 
um, take these small chunks, and we'll, we'll talk about a couple of things in a minute, the, their brain waves change. Their brain waves change. And so when we're taking, bra- taking breaks, the waves, right, the, the neurons are changing. The neurons, we're getting new connections. We're strengthening the body and the brain is able to process. The brain is able to um, synthesize, if you will, stuff that we've been trying to put in. Because the remember, there are lots of, and I think uh, I got to go back and look at the number, right? So there are um, thousands of signals that are coming to us at any one time. Like right now that I'm sitting and I'm watching or you're sitting and you're watching me all around you. There are signals coming. There are sounds around you. There are sounds in the home. There are smells, right? There are textures, the chair that you're sitting on or the bed that you're laying in, the, the, the signals that are coming from uh, the, the monitors that you're watching. Even as I'm talking to you in my hand movements and my mouth and my eyes, all those signals are coming at you. And you are right now in the process of synthesizing that information because you cannot, at this moment, process all the signals that are coming. So your brain summarizes a lot of it. And when we take breaks, it allows the brain to do that uh, in, in, a, in a better way, okay? More efficiently, let me say it that way. All right. So, so those are the cognitive benefits. How about sleep, right? When we, uh, when we take leisure time, our sleep quality is better. Ooh, 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 ooh. Wow, 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 right? When we get adequate rest, it's crucial for cognitive functions, for memory consolidation. Leisure activities promote better sleep, right? So that's why they say, hey, if you exercise... Uh, not right before sleep, by the way. Yeah, don't do it right before sleep because you're going to stay up. <laughs> but if you've done that through the day, if you have been in the process of exercising, right, or you went to, um, uh, I don't know, do people still play bridge or poker? I guess they play poker. Not, I'm not talking about the online one. I guess you can do that. But get out there, by the way. Let me, let me give a plug for that. We've been inside too long. Okay, as you're learning all the stuff that that I'm teaching, I am not teaching you this for you to stay in the house. All right, so you take this and you go out there and you interact with the world. Right, that's we're creating that world, we're creating that life that we want. That that was not part of my <laughs> not part of my. I just threw that one in. Right, that's you get that one for free. Okay, but we got to get out, y'all. We've, we've been inside. It's time to move. Time to get back into, into the world. Okay. So anyway, so it enhances sleep. So when you're exercising, when you're out there, when you've done, you've been, you know, hanging out with friends or you guys went on a trip or you went hiking, you went, whatever it is that you've done, that leisure activity, it helps you sleep better. And when we sleep better, we have better lives. We have better rest- restoration because it's during sleep that the body restores rejuvenates it's time it's the time when the body um um synthesizes the stuff that's been going on during during the day okay and when we get better sleep it makes us better able to work 
So better sleep gives us, allows us to be more alert, more efficient during our work hours. So your boss is going to love when you sleep. Yep, yep, yep. It's going to love when you sleep. <laughs> so get, get better sleep. And then uh, physical activity, right? Physical activity and brain health. Engaging in leisure physical activities like walking, yoga, um, meditation. It enhances the con- concentration and the focus when you go back to work. All right, so remember those waves are changing. The brain is changing when we take a break. Got to do it. Got to do it. Because if we don't, we're missing out, y'all. We're missing out. <laughs> okay. And then what are some tips? What are some tips that we can use to maximize our leisure time? Now, once again, here are those, those structural things that come. The first one. The very first thing is to establish a mindfulness or a mindful morning routine. Whoa, ho, ho, wow. Okay. You guys knew that was coming, right? You knew that one was coming? I knew it was coming. <laughs> I guess I knew it coming because I was doing it, right? But establish a mindful morning routine. So in order for life to get better, Wherever I am, I've got to be present. I've got to be mindful of where I am. I've got to be now. I've got the power. I talked about the power of now. Where I am, the space that I find myself in may be nirvana. Right? The best thing since I don't know what. And everything is great. The sun is shining. The birds are singing. The, um, the, the rainbow is out. You're right. It's it's whatever degree you like, right? Seventy six degrees with a cool, calm breeze blowing. Right? Sun is not too bright. You're sitting there with your favorite people, with your favorite book, with your favorite food, doing your favorite thing. Right? Everything is perfect. And sometimes the space that you're in is not perfect. Everything seems to be crumbling around you. But in order for you and me, for us to create the life we want, to go to the next level, we have got to be willing to face and experience the place where we are. So if we're living a balanced life, if we're living a life that is taking us to the next level, we have got to be able and be willing to be in this space. And when we're in this space, we've got to get the tools. We've got to learn the tools. And that's part of what, what, what I do, right? That uh, encouraging, empowering, right? Educating. to get those tools so that while I'm in that space, I am able to navigate whether it's feelings that I've got to deal with, things I've got to let go of, a mindset that I've got to change so that I have a more, um, a a growth mindset and not a, um, a static mindset. Right. So we've got to establish a mindful routine and that routine has to start 
at the beginning of the day, y'all. Now, I know people say, oh, I do my daily routine. I do my stuff at the end of the day. Yo, if you get ready to fight the day, I need you to get up early. I need you to do some things at the beginning of the day to get you started. I'm not knocking nighttime routines because I have a nighttime routine, right? I talked about bookending, right? So my nighttime routine is a bookend to end the day. But I also have a morning routine that I do. So establish routines. Start with them in the morning. Incorporate nature into your day. Incorporate nature into your day. I can't tell you how exciting it is sometimes to get up and get out of my house and um, have this thing that I do now. So I'm working on my yard, by the way, y'all. That's that's one of my outside things. That's one of my things now. Um, I go out and and I, I have to drive in one direction to go to work, but I end up, right, sometimes I'll, I'll just take a, a walk, uh, not all the way around the house, or I even do drive. When I'm driving, I drive in the opposite direction so I can see the lawn. Is that bad? Is that obsessive? I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's what it's what happens. It's what I do. Okay. So incorporate nature. So uh uh back in the fall leading into you know um into into winter, we started a series which we have to come back. I think we have two more episodes to do. We started a series um called a new start. Right? How to how to work on our health right new start nutrition exercise water sunlight right temperance air right all those things new start and a big component of that then you heard me say sunlight and air that's nature so getting out in nature right fills you with awe for one, because I mean, it's amazing. The stuff that you see that I see out there. I mean, wow. My cousin posted some stuff on, uh, on Facebook, uh, several weeks ago, and he's standing on the edge of a cliff, uh, with his back to this amazing scene as the sun is setting and all the vibrant colors y'all. I mean, what? We went hiking uh, several weeks ago. We took a bunch of uh, kids down to uh, Gunnersville, which we live here in, in Alabama, and we went hiking. It was a hard hike, y'all. <laughs> Let me say that, <laughs> right? But just being out in nature and just you know climbing the rocks and uh, incorporate some nature. You may not have to go out there. Get up early in the morning, right? Look out, right? Find a quiet space. In, 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 in one of our episodes, we talked about having a space where you, this is your space. This is your thing. So in that space, right, look outside, get some fresh air, get up. And while you're doing your morning routine, part of it, walk. And you don't have to go far, walk around your house. If you live in the city, out on the fire escape. Yeah, we used to sit out on the fire escape when I, when I lived in New York. And then prioritize hobbies, prioritize hobbies. There are things that you like to do. There are people that are out there that like to do the things you like to do. Get out and meet them. Get away from 
Let's just get away from. Let me say, let me change what I say. <laughs> Sometimes we are in the same place with the same people. Expand, learn a new hobby. I mentioned uh, several weeks ago, I'm, I am learning Spanish and I'm actively learning Spanish. I'm working on learning Spanish. I'm trying to use Spanish during the day. I'm trying to find people who speak Spanish so I could talk with them in Spanish. Today in the office, right, we had some patients who came in who spoke Spanish. And I said to them, hey, speak Spanish. And I was trying to use different words. I was trying to have a conversation in Spanish because that's one of my things. I want to expand my mind. I want to grow. I want to develop. Right? So all those things. So those are, some those are uh, practical tips for um, this balance, this life of balance. So we're talking tonight about how do we um, how do we continue in this process of living life from the center, right? That's what we've been talking about this series. This is uh, show number five, and tonight we're talking about uh, leisure and pr productivity. And sometimes we think that those two are uh, fighting each other, right? You can't have one, and you can't have both, but the, the, the premise, though, is that our leisure allows us to be in a space that promotes productivity when we get back to wherever it is that we need to be. Okay, so in our leisure time, if we do that right, then when we are working in a space where we have to be productive, we can be totally and fully engaged because our minds are relaxed our stress level is down. We've spent time with the family. We spent time doing the things that build us up so that now we can pour into the space that we're in. And, and, and if you remember when we did the, uh, the, the show on work-life balance, one of the things that I was clear about, I wanted to be clear about, is when you are at work, I don't want you thinking about life. And when I say life, I'm talk talking about the other stuff and when you're with the other stuff, when you're with the family, when you're with the friends, I don't need you thinking about work. I want you to be in the space because if you're not, if you have not done a good job of, of, of moving your time so that all of those aspects, those arenas of your life are getting what they deserve, you're going to be in one space. You're going to be thinking about the other. And the space that you're in at the time is going to lose the benefit of having you there because your energy, your thought, your personality is going to be somewhere else, right? So we're living life from the balance. The wheel of life, once again, is our uh, a model that we're using. The other thing is, Remember, the, 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 this model that I've talked about that Brooke Castillo uh, promotes is that our concept of the world, the lens through which we look at the world, it affects how we see events that happen. So whatever happens in your life, it has no meaning until your interpretation of that interacts with it. So somebody says something bad to you or something bad, quote unquote, happens at work or you didn't succeed with something or you didn't have a project that went well. That that event has no meaning until your interpretation interacts with it. So our beliefs about the world. Creates the interpretation, creates the result 
of whatever happens. And then our feelings are created based on our interpretation. Our feelings drive our behavior and our behavior drives our outcome. So ultimately the outcome that we have, the outcome that we have is a result of our understanding and the lens through which we see things. So if we want better outcomes, we change the lenses that we use. Ooh, you like that? Man, I'm gonna have to do a show just on that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I know, I know, I know, I know. So back to what we're talking about tonight, right? So here we were talking, we were um, just talking about um, strategies, 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 strategies for integrating leisure into your busy schedule, right? And the very first one is time blocking. And on our, um, on our blog, on, on our website, on the blog, we did, a, um, we did a blog on time blocking, right? So what does time blocking mean? Time blocking means that what we're doing is we are, uh, you kind of lay out your day, lay out your week, and you create little blocks throughout the day, and you put things that are supposed to happen in the blocks, let me say that again, right? So in your day, you take your day and, and let's start with one day. We us not do the whole week yet. So you, you take your day and what you do is you break that day up into different blocks, right? So um, Monday, uh, we're going to go from eight o'clock to nine o'clock. We're going to go from nine o'clock to 10 o'clock. And right now I'm using hours as the blocks, 10 to 11, 11 to 12 and so forth. You can make them smaller depending on, on what you need but you're breaking them up into smaller segments. And then you're putting at nine o'clock, I'm gonna be talking to G Albert. At two o'clock, I'm gonna be talking to Janet. At four o'clock, I'm gonna be going and playing softball with Florence. And those blocks are the times that I'm doing that thing. He said it again. Whatever is in the block is what I'm doing. Now, people say, oh, you know, that seems so structured. Guys, I'm going to tell you, if I, my, my life, like I was um, <laughs> coordinating some stuff here today. And I made the mistake of talking to someone and agreeing to something without looking at my blocks. <laughs> Right. So I agreed to something and then I had to go back and, and, you know, now, well, I said I had to, I am still in the process of going back and, and trying to switch some stuff around. But once we, once we have those blocks, the blocks allow us to be more structured. So I can put time in there for leisure. I can put time in there to go to top golf. I can put time in there to go, um, and, and, and play whatever. Right. I'm, I play racquetball. I don't know if anybody's, I'm from, I'm from Brooklyn. Actually in Brooklyn, we played handball. It wasn't until I got South that I started, that I played racquetball, but, um, and I haven't done that for a while. Um, so if anybody's out there, you want to challenge me to play racquetball, we can, and it'll be a great way for me to get back into it. <laughs> right. So those blocks that we're doing allows us to begin putting times to the things we have to do. Now, when you first start doing this, it's, it's, you're going to just, it's, it's not going to go the way you want it to go. All right. But as you get better, 
at looking at a calendar, right? Looking at a calendar and putting those times in, putting those spaces in, then you will see that you are freeing up time for leisure, right? Because when I'm leisuring, (laughs) when I'm in my leisure time, I am not thinking about what's going on at work. And when I'm at work, I'm not thinking about what's going on in leisure. Now, here's, here's an interesting thought, right? So most of the things that we're doing, the most of the things that we have to schedule have to do with our non-work time. Like most of us, you know, you're eight to five, right? And so during the eight to five, you've got a, you've got a blo- time block. You've got to break that down at work, but you're doing work stuff. Most of us, the things that we're trying to schedule and trying to do are the things that are not associated with work. Okay, so in your work, you you probably have to do that as well, right? Because you got to be productive. And in your uh, leisure time, your home time, your non-work time, then you're working on scheduling that as well. Do you also have to schedule a block of time for sleep? Yes, you do. Because if you don't, what ends up happening is there is one more thing that you got to do, right, quote unquote, for this project, for this thing that you're doing, for this video, for, you know, somebody's going to call you and, oh, oh, I'm just going to talk to them for a couple of minutes. Or let me just check this email for a couple of minutes. Or let me just check this last email. So if you're not doing that, if you if you don't stick to those times, those block times, then everything is going to pile up together and then you won't you won't be doing what you what you intended all right uh the next thing is uh what i call digital detox hours digital detox hours what does that mean yeah it's just like it says y'all uh it means that during the digital detox hours you are not associated you're not doing anything digital you're not checking the the the, the emails you're not Uh, on Facebook, you're not checking Instagram or any of those social media things. Um, You are taking time to just center yourself. This goes back to when I talked about um, the the book ending, right? So the end of my day, at the end of my day, I have an app that I use and I know it's it's digital, (laughs) right? I have an app that I use that I go through and I lay out the things that I, that are still left over from yesterday. What are the things I'm going to be working on tomorrow? I have a little mantra. I have a song that I've queued up in it. And I use something called, um, uh, I use notion. I think I've done a show. I, I did not, not think I did a show on notion. And then I did a show on, um, day one, which is the other app. Those two apps are what I use for my scheduling. Okay. So on there, there, there are times that I've put in, in terms of blocks. Now, let me be, you know, transparency, right? I, I'll tell you this last, I don't know, this last little while, <laughs> I have been violating my blocks, right? Because I'm working on the redesigning the website. Um, I've got a course that I'm working on that I'm putting together, um, making sure that I do what I need to do for this channel so that, so that I can serve you. Uh, so, so there's all this stuff that I'm doing. And then I've picked up some, some other things that I'm doing in my, in my personal life, like at church, right? So I've joined the media team at our church. Uh, so that takes time, right? For, for me. Um, anyway, so, so lots of things that I've added. And so I, what I need to do now is to go back and redo my time blocking. 
But the digital detox says, hey, no, I'm not doing this. I'm not doing this or I'm not on the device for whatever period it is. And you put that in, the, in your time blocking. You put that in your time blocking. Okay. And definitely you want to put sleep in there. Um, and if you put sleep, you know, my, let me put my little guy here. He's going to be so happy, right? He's going to be dancing and, and so forth. And then I'm going to be happy and I'm going to say, yes. Okay. <laughs> uh, you got, you got to thank uh, RK3 for that, for those things right there. He, he's the one that inspired me to do that. All right. <laughs> Okay, so uh, so d- digital deep talks, and then and then this this is a very simple one. This is a very simple one. The twenty 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 rule, twenty 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 rule. Okay, so every twenty minutes, every twenty minutes, you look at something twenty feet away for twenty seconds. Every twenty minutes, you look at something twenty feet away for twenty seconds. Now. The way I've incorporated this into my world, and I've actually done it a little differently, and I think I, I mentioned this last week, All right? So on my phone, on my phone, periodically through the day, I have a message that pops up, and it says, are you willing to do what it takes at this time to achieve the goals you've set? And so that just randomly pops up. I would say randomly, actually, I've scheduled it. So that it pops up. And if I'm not careful, y'all, if I'm not careful, I get into my day and I go. And I'm not thinking about anything until the end of the day. I want to do my job, but I also want to be mindful. Do I need, you know, I, I, I want to stop at a point in my day and rejuvenate myself. I want to get my mind, right, centered, so I do that that way. Another way is this 20-20-20 rule where you stop every 20 minutes and you look at something 20 feet away and you look at it for 20 seconds and then you come back and you go on with the rest of your day. Yep, 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 yep. Make sense? Yes, yes, yes. Okay. And then, and then, right, you'll see it there on the screen after the 20-20-20, embracing mini breaks, embracing mini breaks. And mini breaks may seem kind of like that 20-20-20, but this is a little longer, right? This is a little longer breaks. Um, and depending on where you work, let me, say it, let me say it that way. Depending on where you work, you have to talk to your boss and say, hey, you know, you're going have to have to have a conversation. There are some companies now that are allowing their team members to incorporate uh, breaks and personal things into their workspace, right? So, so there are companies that they have a, they have a product, they have a whatever that they want to do, and that's your job. But they allow you to also um, work on a project of your own choosing. And so as everyone is talking about how do we make the workspace better, employers are now seeing that that's needed. This, and you know, we, we, we've knocked COVID and COVID has been uh, um, an, a tremendous problem, right? Around the globe. But COVID has caused us to reevaluate some things, 
It's caused us to reevaluate the space that we find ourselves. It's caused us to reevaluate. Now, there are people who, who are in a space and they have not been happy in that space for a long time. But they kept plowing away. And COVID came along and they're like, wait, mm, you know, no, I'm, I don't think I'm going to don't think I'm going to be the way I am anymore. People are changing their mindsets. People are transitioning. People are saying, I want to be more positive. I want to be more progressive. I want to be more. Um, I, I want to Im- improve my personality. I want to move to a different level. And all those things are starting to filter through our lives. Um, I, 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 you know, uh, 20 was this 2023. So 2022 at the end of 2022 uh, within medicine where I am, right? We lost about a hundred thousand physicians. They just closed up shop and, and said, I'm not doing this anymore. A hundred thousand y'all. Because, I mean, various reasons. I'm not going to go through all of those. We actually did a show on that, by the way. Okay. But people are not wanting to be where they are. And so this whole idea of living life from the balance, that is, that is a perfect fit for those people. Right? So, so, so that was part of the problem. They weren't balanced. They were so lopsided in what their lives were like that they got burnt out. And, and you, if you talk to some of those people say, do do you, I'm talking about physicians, right? But this occurs in every space. It's not that they don't like what they've been doing, but they just don't like the way they've been doing. Or in some cases they thought that that's all they could do as a physician. You know, they thought that, okay, the only thing I could do is be a physician, but they didn't think, well, I could be a physician and I can do a YouTube channel. Or I can be a physician and I can invest. I can be uh, going to real estate. I'm a physician and I can, right? Whatever that and is. That's why I love the book that uh, from Dr. Una. It's called Entree MD. And, and we did a series on that of, I think, four or five videos talking about how do you harness the things that are in you already? All right, you want to make more money? It's inside of you right now. You've just got to harness it, put it together and get it out into the world. Now the book, you know, is written for uh, like for um, physicians, but the concepts are exactly the same because I've just said, guys, whatever you want to do, wherever space you find yourself in, the structure of what you need to do in terms of being successful, a lot of times is the same. Yeah. Okay. So, so embrace mini breaks. Make sure that you're taking time, right, for those breaks. Make sure you're taking time for those breaks. Love it. Love it. Love it, y'all. This is what we do when we do what we do. Uh-huh. I was going to say, we do care. That's something we say at my, at our, at my work. I'm going to throw some, uh, there you go, some confetti on. There, love it. Get my little guy dancing. Woohoo! Yes. <laughs> All right. Oh, hey, I got a little ha- uh, little sea guy coming across there. And, ooh, I got a hamburger too. Boom. Okay. All right. 
So, so living life from the balance, uh, sorry, living, living a balanced life, right? The symbiotic relationship between leisure and productivity mm, is there, but we got to recognize the interdependence and begin implementing strategies that do that. You can enhance both work and your personal satisfaction. And so this episode is, is designed to help you put that together. So, so takeaways, takeaways, takeaways. I want you to make the best of both worlds. And a perfect place for that is if you go back and find our show, and we'll put it in the, in the show notes, our show on the wheel of life. So looking at your life and how do we put our lives together so that that wheel takes us in a place, in a direction that is fulfilling that we want to go. If you have not already done so, guys, uh, go ahead and give us a thumbs up if you like what we're doing on this show, this episode right now. Okay, I want you to give a thumbs up for this one on your way out. Go back and look at the others. Uh, This is going to be incorporated into the series that we've done uh, so far. We've got, I think, one or two more episodes in this series to conclude living life from the center. So I want you back here. I want you to come back so that uh, we can uh, work together, so that we can grow together. Uh, Make sure you get over there and share this with your family and with your friends. On the website, that's DwayneWoodMD.com. Com, and you will see all of the things that we have that will help to enhance and help you to grow. This is Dr. Dwayne Wood. That's Wood with an E. The E stands for endocrinology. Here on the channel, I educate, I empower, and I encourage you to take charge of your health, take charge of your life. Go to the next level and create the life you've always wanted. In 2023, we're no longer allowing life to happen to us. We are taking charge. We're getting unstuck this year. We'll see you next week. Good night, everybody.